we are doing something for the first time in the history of TGV, which is a live interview with one of the most respected leaders in the IT industry in India today. Hello, hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with leaders, academicians, coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. Thank you for tuning in. This is Navin Samala and we have a new co-host, Kiran Gudimetla. All right, so today's episode is from another global CXO and uh, we are going to discuss a topic, people-centric leadership as well as importance of innovation in the technology industry. And uh, we are pleased to have Sandeep in our show. And as mentioned, this is going to be the most cherished episode because we are doing a live interview for the first time in the history of The Guiding Voice. Thank you. Thanks, Naveen. Thanks, Kiran. And thank you, Sudhakar, even though he's not here. For the honor, uh, absolutely happy to participate. And uh, whatever I have experienced, uh, it will be wonderful to share with your audience. And hope it helps some of you to get a few tips. And probably, you know, once this is posted on social media, uh, please do come back and uh, comment uh, so that we can share and learn. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Thanks, uh, Sandeep. And I would want to give a little more elaborate introduction about you. Please allow us. So Sandeep Sharma has 20 years of rich management experience all through in technology operations, new initiative management, transformational large deals, business and sales operations, account management, delivery and business development in products, services, solution selling for the mature and emerging markets. Sandeep, welcome to our show again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kiran. So Sandeep, can we talk about your career journey, including the aspects that Navin brought in? Thank God it's Thursday or jumping the queue, uh, parents and you know children hosting your town halls. We, we, we could mix all of this, but let's start with your career journey, please. Thank you. So probably about uh, 23, 24 years in the industry now. Like everybody, 1996 is when uh, I left my Janma Bhumi, which was Gulbarga, to a Karma Bhumi, which was Bangalore. And uh, like any other confused graduate coming out of college, uh, I had my own confusing years uh, or BAU years. But good thing was that I was fortunate to start my career with a startup which actually went bust. Uh, so it was baptism by fire. And moving on, doing, you know, from marketing to selling to business development. There was a time and a, uh, and a turning point in my career when I was working for a company called Talisma. And I was attending a four-day course by one of the renowned trainers, uh, Gurpreet. And it kind of transformed me. Uh, that is when I realized what I was doing and what I should be doing. Uh, and probably the journey to become a, a, a CXO started. Uh, and I've been fortunate to have great mentors during those times. I think post that it was uh, IBM where I uh, handled a lot of financial services opportunities and consulting. Grow, grew the organization. I was very instrumental in starting the GCC's business in uh, for IBM. And then... Uh, moved on the other side of the table, uh, which was working for a GCC with NatWest. 
when I was working, it was called RBS. And run the technology operations for them uh, was part of their India leadership team to, to run the supply chain services. And then here I am since the last three years, uh, November 2018 till date. Uh, every day feels like the first day at work. Uh, I always say that RailPage is a is a billion dollar startup. Even though we are 20 years in the industry, we've just been bought by Thoma Bravo for about 11 billion. Uh, but we still feel uh, we are very nimble. Uh, there is organized chaos which is uh, fundamental for the growth of the organization. True. And uh, to a large extent, what I inherited was a little bit of, and that happens in every GCC. Mm-hmm. You have a time when uh, things are slowing down a bit. Uh, and I was bought in to get things back again, uh, because in 2015, we were a great place to work. And uh, I think it's been fabulous. Uh, the last uh, 30 months or so has been really fruitful. Um, the organization recognizes that as well. Uh, we've grown by almost about 60% in the last mm-hmm. three, wow. three years. Um, all our matrices look up. Uh, it's a very closed group of uh, people. the fabulous leaders at the organization. And more importantly, I think there is trust. And that's why we won the Forbes-concentric uh, best places to work or being certified as a great place to work two years in a row. And I think... Um, you know, best places for work, uh, workplace for women uh, by by Femina ET, and also great place to work recognized as the best places for health and well-being. Uh, it's been great recognition, and now I'm closely working with NASCOM as the chair for Telangana and AP to push the industry up. Got a great charter lined up, the fabulous leaders on the council. Uh, and we're hopeful that in the next two years of my stint, we can bring about a change and make Andhra Pradesh, Telangana as a whole, you know, a great GCC hub. So that's the, uh, that's a short of my uh, 23, 24 years of career <laughs> journey for you. I think very inspiring. So uh, let's touch upon a few of those innovative aspects, right? Because it, I, I really, you know, it, it was really intriguing to run, know that. So what are these jump the queues and, you know, the, thank God it's Thursday. Usually it's thank God it's Friday. So, <laughs> so why didn't you throw some light on those? Kiran, this is interesting, right? You know, um, when I quit RBS, um, when I was serving my motor school, I was very clear on what the roadmap should be. Uh, and I think I visited the office twice to just meet up with people so that I know uh, know them. And the vision was that it was a three-year transformation vision. Uh, and I think I'm um, another six months to go. And the vision was very clear. We want to be the best place to work and we want to inculcate a profit center mindset. That was the vision which we laid down uh, right at the beginning. Uh, we made some leadership changes to ensure that it's aligned with the future. And there was a theme for every year. So the first year, the theme was be awesome every day because I wanted everybody to come together. <laughs> come together as an organization and celebrate workplace. Celebrate your work. You know, it's important that Everybody comes in, feels there is a belongingness to the organization. And as part of that, uh, we started to do a lot of things. Uh, So if you look at great place to work templates, you know, whether you're listening to them, whether you're rewarding them, whether you're engaging them, whether you're promoting them. So we looked at all aspects of it. And within that, we started several initiatives and some of them have become very, very creative and big. Uh, and it's helped us in uh, improving the level of trust within the organization. Uh, and within that, uh, we started Thank God It's Thursday. And Thank God It's Thursday was a fabulous in- initiative because one hour every Thursday, it's your hour. Mm-hmm. 
we want you to celebrate that hour whether it was the learning hour on mondays whether it is the innovation hour on the tuesdays whether it is the well-being hour on thursdays so it was all about you know celebrating that day and that hour so first week was learning hour second week was innovation hour third week was well-being hour uh, and we had different t-shirts for each of those thursdays okay. <laughs> so different color t-shirts so it was uh, so that people understand and know that so that was all about thank god it's thursday it was all about them investing time on themselves the other initiatives uh, like we have a theme for every town hall and we lay it down at the start of the year like the first town hall is udan udan is the flight to madness and the last town hall is darpan uh, mm-hmm. which is reflection of the year uh, in between we have town halls where we have kutumba sambharal which is what you're talking about where we have uh, the mother of uh, our employee or kids uh, you know yeah. my cfo tanvir's uh, daughter she actually hosted the town hall wow and very recently we had two kids hosting our pride month Mm-hmm. um so so it's been you know we tried to do and ensure that you know we are creatively involved second year when we uh, launched it it was go beyond mm-hmm. now since we have come together we are a great place to work our trust index is high the second year was all was all about going beyond and this year it's all about disrupt so we call it disrupt uh, 21 mm-hmm. uh, and we have 21 ideas to disrupt the industry we have from Uh, a gig platform internally called real gig to a well-being platform along with tw called jeete raho it's a take on jeete raho uh, we called it jeete raho uh, <laughs> we have uh, you know dil se thank you uh, mm-hmm. every friday uh, at 3 pm everybody is reminded of to thank one of your colleagues mm-hmm. who actually was contributing the biggest on that particular week so these are uh, small things but i think fundamentally kiran and and nabeen what we ensure is that people trust each other people back each other and that happens it creates a high performing culture mm. and that high performing culture leads to great, bigger goods greatness so i think uh, it looks small True. but the impact it has on the employees uh, has been good and nabeen has been reading my post on linkedin on my real page story small initiative again but it's a chain you know one yeah. guy tags the other guy yeah but he shares the story you know mm-hmm. uh, now it, you know a lot of people can take that as saying that you know okay you're doing some uh, social media strategy but it's not it's about do you feel the love for your organization and are you openly willing to communicate that to the world so i think been i should say that the employees uh, the leaders the managers should take credit for uh, you know there's one thing about launching an initiative there is another thing about the event being successful uh, so <laughs> the credit goes to all of our real pagers who make every initiative uh, loved and wanted awesome very yeah. very in fact i'll go slightly off the line now so i'm actually doing a b school uh, course strategic management whatever you described seemed to me like a perfect use case right <laughs> because like how do you motivate an employee how do you create a vision and implement it and and execute it nothing less than that awesome yeah. and we are clear about next year as well but we are not disclosing that because we disclose our next year's theme during the family day so probably in november we'll so yeah from my pmo hat what i see is you have a clear vision and clearly defined goals year after the year and that might be contributing to the success and one thing which i repeatedly heard of course i've been following your posts on linkedin and all people 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 so people centered leader that's one of the reasons why we have approached and we really wanted to do an interview and meet you in person 
So, Sandeep, to grow as a leader, right? What are the top three things somebody has to inculcate? Okay, good that you said top three things because I usually address uh, our to be joinees in a program called Real Connect, and the joinees, every new joinee, I address them and I ensure that uh, I don't miss that opportunity. And in that, I speak about a philosophy called uh, success triangle, and this was something which was uh, done in NatWest and Cohen Brown philosophy. Called determined to lead, and uh, the first side of the triangle is clarity. Uh, like you said, uh, Naveen, just now, I think every leader should have a clarity. Yeah. Uh, what's my vision? What's my goals? What am I wanting to do? I think that's very important for a leader. The second is capability. Mm-hmm. Once I have the clarity, I need to be capable to do it. Right. Uh, so, what are my tools, processes? Like one of the things I uh, usually nowadays talk about it and I'll post it on LinkedIn as well is, are you coaching, mentoring your leaders or your managers? And in that also, there are a lot of things like, you know, let's, I'll, I'll give you a simple example of promotions. If I take promotions, you know, it's like shoe, right? Yeah. You have to give a person a right shoe. If you give them a shoe, which is too big, which means that you're promoting them early. What does it do? You know, have you, you know, have you watched a kid who's wearing your shoes? It makes a lot of noise, correct? Yeah. And it's difficult to walk. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you actually promote a person quite soon. Yeah. They make a lot of noise. They can't walk. They feel overconfident that I'm filling in my somebody else's shoes. But at the same time, if you imagine yourself wearing a shoe which doesn't fit you, but you're squeezing yourself in, which means that effectively somebody who's not being promoted, he feels frustrated, he'll have blisters, he'll have, he will also not be able to walk. So it's, you know, for me, that capability encapsulates for a leader on terms of how are you mentoring, managing increasing the capability of your people and ensuring that they're growing, but they're growing at the right time, not overgrowing them yeah, and not doing it under. And the last one is motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep saying this. Uh, one thing is about self-motivation. I'm driven. Every day I come to the office, I feel that this is my first day at work. But Kiran comes into office. If Naveen is not motivated, what's the point? Isn't True. it? Yeah. So for me, I think motivation has two aspects. Uh, There is situational motivation and self-motivation. Yeah. And I think those two put together. And I feel that this is the success mantra. Mm -hmm. No. And in between sits a very good philosophy called E to the power uh, of two into U is equal to success. Now you might ask, what is that? E to you. Uh, it's executional excellence into urgency. Wow. Because today's world is moving so fast. If you're not running at that same pace, you're going to be left behind. Left. But at the same time, what's the point of having a vision if you can't execute it? Yeah. So I think that's why I say that if you want to win, if you want to be a good leader, I feel that this is a proven technology and this is not Sandeep Sharma telling you. This is something some gurus have said, but I follow that to the T. Everything I do personally or professionally, I think I, I have uh, imbibed this. This is really wonderful because so far I've heard about customer excellence, <laughs> execution excellence, which resonates with the Dealing with sense of urgency, right? Because today, as you mentioned, we have very, very little time to market in terms of be it launching a product and all. Yeah. I think you guys are moving in the right direction. And I really love the 
shoe analogy example i think this is going to stay with me forever <laughs> very inspiring conversation so far sandeep sandeep uh, i have I've, uh, followed couple of your talks you speak a lot about the situational motivation can you shed a bit of light on that yeah i think I, as i said you know if kiran walks in you know navin needs to be motivated i'll give you an analogy for yeah, this so yeah. that it stays with all of you for a long time <laughs> um you know i give this to my have you ever wondered why Hyderabad produces the best badminton player <laughs> Sanya Nehwal Sindhu Shrikan Lela Gopichand why does Bihar produce the best IAS officers yeah yeah why does Haryana produce the best wrestlers or boxers why does Karnataka call the silicon valley and you know have you noticed that that sometimes you know because everybody is wanting to find an inspiration or a motivation Mm-hmm. when a pv sindhu is successful people want to emulate pv sindhu people right. want to emulate a pulela gopichand and i think that's what makes great organization great countries great families imagine if my son were to were to have a lethargic father you know who he doesn't look up to what will he do <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm just taking it home right yeah yeah uh, you know because we always talk about values and ethos in our family i think it's the same set of things so for me situational motivation uh, navin is all about how can we inspire each other mm-hmm. uh, to be successful i think that's what is fundamental and core uh, for any leader and i don't want them to say that you know every leader needs to go and climb a mount everest uh, i think in simple things you know how you treat your security guard uh, how you treat your employees you know i i'll give you an example you know we do a lot of things for social causes and stuff but i think you know a true leader's capabilities in terms of how he treats its employees and more so their housekeeping or uh, yeah facilities or staff i would probably have 700 of our 1600 employees names and their backgrounds wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, and i purposely take that interest is because i feel as a leader if you don't know your team and this is something which i learned from my leader pankaj in rbs he remembered them he spent 15 20 years in the organization but he would talk about their family he would talk about their their well being and i was amazing that you know a person who's heading about 10000 13000 people and pretty much he knew every employee in mumbai how does it happen and i think uh, if if you put your put your thought to it and some action yeah. i think those are simple things you know writing letters i wrote 180 letters last year single one page letters uh, and i posted them to all our top performers wow <laughs> so and this year you know i'm not going to say it probably it comes after a couple of weeks uh, the the first half winners will be giving a medallion and i'm going to their houses to give the medallion wow, wow. <laughs> simply amazing and uh, this reminded me two things actually one of my ex bosses arvind who was a cdkmd he also knows everybody by name and second one is uh, there is a famous picture of obama hitting this housekeeping by giving a fist bump yeah, right. and all right yeah great so shifting gear slightly right are how important you know for techies you know to be number one empathetic and also to understand the customer needs understanding the business landscape what, what are your views on this very important kiran and i keep saying this everybody you know there's a there's a race race to become a certified azure aws guy or, you know there is you know people are wanting to do certifications because they want to put it in your resume yes. i call it yeah. as a resume centric approach i think what they need to do is are you learning 
uh, and for my simple advice to all our techie friends yeah is that customer and industry are as important as technology if you are not understanding the needs of your customer if you are not understanding what the industry you are in it is not going to work if i am developing a financial services product or i am developing a real estate technology product if you don't understand how the real estate industry works in the us what is affordable housing what's uh, you know multi family single family you are not going to make it so for me it is extremely important we ran a program you know when i joined in november i think this is the first program i ran and i said let's invite single pager know your industry documents from everybody mm. and the top guy will win a uh, smartphone Mm. and we got 10 good entries uh, and uh, just before this you were in my office and we can go back and so the output of that i want to show you because i got the top 10 guys put all of our industry on one page wow and wow. it is divided by journeys so my two piece of advice is one understand the industry and map your customer journeys in whatever you do Uh, then you will be able to understand what's your contribution to the end customer because every time in offshore development we keep saying this you know main kya karta hu mere ko kya matlab i develop this code and someone else will do something else uh, and i think it's very important for people to understand what contributions they are making to that end customer so two important key takeaways uh, know your industry and customer journey and can you also weave into this the importance of innovation Yeah, uh, you know, we have a new CEO joining uh, next week, Dana Jones, uh, and I think I was hearing her interview. Uh, there were two things which she was speaking about: customer and innovation. And uh, it's uh, it's funny that you touched upon that. <laughs> uh, you know, you kind of read her mind. See, for me, innovation is not about patents. Innovation is not about you know running a hackathon and saying that no, okay, I'm innovating. I think it's about a mindset. And uh, me and my son actually, when he was now he's eighteen, uh, when he was thirteen, fourteen, we actually developed a conversation between me and him. And it was all about I will click a picture of the same area, and he does. You'll be amazed on what he clicks versus what I click. He was more pointed, and I was more run of the mill. And I think there are three things in that which are very crucial, Kiran. Curiosity. <laughs> yeah. All of you, all of them will tell innovation is all about services innovation. This innovation. I am saying that be curious. First thing, if you are curious, you will innovate. Asking the question why you be so develop the childlike curiosity. Second is agility. Innovation needs velocity. If you don't have velocity, you will not be able to be first in the market. You know. Why is TGV better than uh, some other podcast? Yeah, you know, true. You have to be ahead of the game, and I think you are on 130, 135 episodes or something like that. So you are running. So I feel that you know it's very important for everybody to actually keep pace with the industry. And the third important thing is learnability. You know, so curiosity, learnability. You know, learning to learn is also very important. And agility are the three things which are. pillars for innovation according to me so nuggets of wisdom i would say seriously yeah so i think this conversation has been very wonderful but let's spice it up with some rapid fire questions uh, are you ready all right <laughs> let's bring it on all right so here comes the first bullet uh, sandeep what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far it's going to be a long rapid fire answer <laughs> so imagine this we are the us consulate for the visa <laughs> and the consular says when was your wedding my wife says 4th december i say 23rd you might be saying what the hell is this uh, because we were adventurous in our love uh, so we met in college we actually fall in, fell in love with each other and, you know our parents wouldn't agree because i am from the north she is from the south uh, but i'm a south indian at heart we had to 
you've seen two states movie yes yes, yes. yes. so <laughs> you can imagine both of us and all our friends in it so oh that's God. the most adventurous thing i have done in my life and i do not want to do it again because it was chaotic no no doubt about it <laughs> doubtedly adventurous yeah here comes the second one what is your favorite failure this is also a, a funny one actually <laughs> like every uh, you know when the startup bus started no mm-hmm. i was also one you know saying that no mom we start up karenge if you look at it we were way ahead of the curve now people are talking about second home vacation home we had picked up a 44 acres in coorg and said we will build vacation homes so three of us all of them are uh, leading gccs right now i won't name them but you know what was good about it that you can't run startups remotely yeah and that was a brilliant learning for me mm-hmm. that first don't fall in love i'm not saying that you should not fall in love with your idea uh, but don't fall in love so much that you start to forget things around it you become rigid and then it was all about you need to be dedicated uh, running from here every weekend and going there and spending time because in 7 days the grass would have come another <laughs> one feet <laughs> so and labor and irrigation and water and approval and you know it it takes a lot of time and effort you need to be dedicated focused in terms of what you're doing so i think for me that entire Two years, three years, which we uh, which we did, whilst we came together really well. But I think the heated moments, the the giving up, I think it was a failure. But I cherish that failure. Uh, I feel that it gave us a lot than just uh, an experience. It's uh, awesome. I think you are going to remember it forever. Yes. <laughs> so here comes my next one. Uh, was there any situation where you stayed up for more than twenty four hours? The, you know the best is a recent one right covid february 2020 yeah. uh, everybody realizing that what has hit us and uh, i think in that bargain uh, one of the things what happened was that i think i remember the date march 18th 19th kind of a date yeah and uh, we ran a factory here uh, for distributing equipment <laughs> packing equipment assembly line you know yeah. if you've seen the back of our you know the cafeteria everybody was actually coming in taking the equipment we had a car park on the fifth floor fortunately this building gives you an opportunity to go right up to the fifth floor so we had the cars parked they used to go and go back home i think we ended at about 3 am in the night mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't stop because we had to report back because i was part of the covid task force globally and uh, we were supporting each other across india philippines south america mm-hmm. uh, so i think uh, i don't know about 24 hours but i think for sure Uh, it was really a long one uh, i think i can't forget that feb march and yeah. i think today uh, whatever time we invested in i think has been good that we've been able to survive this or at least so far mm-hmm. that sounds scary actually yeah <laughs> so here comes my next one what has been on your mind one question which you never got answered one thing is for sure nothing comes without hard work uh, you know that book secrets right if you are driven and you are wanting something really badly you will get it but you'll have to dream about it every day right it's the same thing mm-hmm. uh, i think one question which i have is that whilst the hard work is there but i still feel there is something called faith and i don't have an answer i'm not calling it luck okay? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's be very clear it is all about you putting a lot of hard work to be where you are mm-hmm. but at the same time i think there is a divine force uh, there is faith you know devi shetty always says that i do a prayer before i do an operation some are successful some are not 
some of them are really bad but they come out some of them not there at all but they give away yeah. so i think i don't know what it is i seriously don't know but i think i have faith uh, that there is something something there Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, last one for the rapid fire. What is the best gift that you have received from someone so far? But a cliched one also, <laughs> uh, because everybody would say this. Uh, I think uh, two gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife giving my son uh, Aryan, who's eighteen now, uh, smart boy, and my son giving me and my second son. Now you might be wondering what. <laughs> the second one is my fairy child, mm-hmm. uh, and permanently tattooed oh, on my hand. Wow, uh, wow. Gabbar. <laughs> Uh, I think Aryan forced us to get Gabbar, but today he's a lifeline for all. Yeah, so now yeah. I think we're a family. So those are the two best gifts I've got. Actually, awesome, <laughs> wonderful. So thank you for being so sport in the rapid fire round. And over to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, we'll we'll end this with the final question. What's one piece of advice you know would you give for those aspiring to make big, like big in capitals? Big in capitals is dream big. I think. people say dare to dream i think dare to dream and dare to execute don't just dream you know a lot of people call me a dreamer a thinker but i'm you know i i feel that it is extremely important to dream uh, but it's extremely important to to i'll give you one small little incident you know 1999 2000 when i started my career and i think movers and shakers was happening with shakers so i don't know if uh, yeah. you remember that yes so i had also a big idea and that was a dot com era and i dreamt that i should be running a comedy website with shaker suman and cyrus brocha and other but i didn't stop about dreaming i actually went to meet shaker suman wow. i met cyrus brocha his mother um some other time i'll explain you a beautiful story around what happened here at davajan's house but i think it is it is important that people don't just dream you know it might be a failure yeah. it's important to dream and dare to execute great Yeah. Wonderful, great, Sandeep. Thank you so much, you know, for this opportunity to discuss with you. Lot of learnings, lot of uh, inspirational talks. We are we are going back, uh, you know, completely pumped up. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for exactly. the opportunity. And I think uh, I wish TGV, the guiding voice, uh, all the best. Uh, and I'm sure the new platform you're going to launch anytime. Uh, you sure are going to have one. person backing you up and cheering you up uh, i don't know if it will be on the sidelines or within sure we're going to back you guys up thank you so much that's fantastic actually in fact we are privileged and very energetic conversation and very very lively i think one of the best episodes in the history of tgv thank you again sandeep all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about amazon so folks do you know how long did it take for amazon to begin selling more ebooks than physical copies once kindle was launched i know you are thinking but let me tell you it's just less than 3 years and you know as of june 2010 amazon announced that it has sold 143 ebooks for every 100 printed books in the prior 3 months wow so it is like 43% more interesting isn't it thank you for tuning in there is more in store folks stay tuned take care be safe until next time bye bye and we are signing off for today See you all in the next episode.